everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, the joy of junk journals. Settle in, get comfy, relax, whatever you're doing, and let's talk paper. All right. Um, okay, today I'm going to be answering some of your crafty questions from YouTube, and you guys have the best questions. Ellen Morell asks uh, on my video about um, got puzzle pieces, tips and tricks to decorate um, for junk journals. It's a little t- tutorial that I made. Um, why didn't you, she asked, why didn't you use the large or small crop, crocodile to punch the hole in the puzzle piece? And um, I'm thinking I did not use those tools because they make large holes, one eighth inch or three sixteenth inch, and I wanted a small hole. So if I'm remembering correctly, I believe uh, I used a one sixteenth paper punch. It's a separate little paper puncher. I actually got it in a grab bag at a thrift shop and I didn't really think I'd have a use for it. And then I found a use for it. If you have to make a small hole through a thicker object, it it does work well. Um, Not super thick, but it can go through a puzzle piece. I think that's what I used in there. I'm pretty sure. Um, Okay. Uh, Deanna Groom says, does Sunshine have a Halloween costume? Uh, I think he's going to be bad to the bone, Deanna. I think he's going to be rocking his uh, black uh, hoodie sweatshirt with bad to the bone on the back. That's right. He's going to be one bad boy um, in a good way (laughs) for Halloween. And he's going to have a lot of fun uh, doling out the treat skis to the the little munchkins that are coming by. So um, uh, yes, I'm actually recording this on Halloween and um, uh, we are preparing for that. I'm sure Halloween has passed. I think you're going to be uh, hearing this on the Thursday after Halloween. So I hope you had a fun Halloween and all was well. And did you eat candy? Did you eat too much candy? Did you eat not enough candy? Um, hmm. <laughs> I will not reveal what I, I will do tonight because I don't know yet, but we shall see. All right. Um, let's see. Um, uh, uh, A. Rashi asks, uh, one request, can you zoom in and out less quickly? Um, yeah, I think I had a little zoom problem on the one cut to make three easy junk journal pockets where I was getting a little close. Uh, for comfort. Um, I'm working on that. Um, uh, she says, she says, one of my cats blocked my view. I cast to my TV when she saw sunshine on the screen. Oh, that's so funny. Um, you know what Sunny reacts to? It's so strange is horses. Um, when I first got him, uh, we started to watch Yellowstone and I think he thinks they're big dogs because he goes bananas when he sees them. He will jump up and down, attack the couch pillows, bark at the screen, the TV screen, and have a grand old time. Now, any show that I watch that has a horse in it, um, I'm starting to watch Heartland now, um, and it has horses. <laughs> it's kind of like a soft version of Yellowstone, uh, and it, yep, has horses, and we have the full reaction. I really need to take a video of that whole thing. Yes, I'm talking about you. Yes, you heard your name a couple times. Yes, yeah, and um, um, oh, it's just it's just funny. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure other folks animals react differently to th- different things, but he definitely watches TV, which is probably a sign maybe I watch too much TV, huh, Sonny? Yeah, I know. Okay, um, ah, Misty Dawn Smith asks, thanks for sharing all of your talent with us, Pam. How do you get the ink out of your clothes after crafting? Um, also, how old is Sunshine now? He's two years old. Um, thank you for sharing his cuteness with us. Ah, that's so sweet. Um, how do you get the ink out of your clothes? Um, 
Well, if it's um, water-soluble ink, it's usually not too much of a problem. The regular distress inks or the oxide inks, I don't think I've had major calamities. I get ink all over myself when I craft, so I'm absolutely sure I get it on my clothing. And I don't recall actually saying, oh, this didn't come clean because it had distress ink or distress oxide ink on it, but it's possible. It depends maybe what you wear whether it's nylon or polyester or cotton, um, maybe different. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Fabrics will grab it differently, but uh, I definitely get acrylic paint on myself and it does not come off. And that, those things either uh, will get turned into a junk journal cover or something like that, or maybe junk journal uh, spine dangles if I tear the fabric a lot and... Um, make uh, fabric strips and then you can make a really cool spine dangle out of a lot of different old clothing that's fun and uh, very memorable too if you're giving it to somebody in your family maybe you're going to take some of their their clothes when they were growing up or maybe i don't know their favorite blanket or something that's just uh, seen better days maybe you want to just put a little piece or a patch of it in there or maybe make a spine dangle or a sash or something like that um but uh, what else was I thinking that stays? Oh, if you have the stays on ink um, or any of the, um, uh, they're not water soluble. They are um, solvent based, either alcohol or acetone will dissolve them, but not water. Those are going to cling. You know what I mean? They're kind of, you know, got to kiss those babies goodbye or re repurpose those, which we love to do. So I hope that helps. Uh, Sarah, Sarah Bryant asks, your videos have helped me so much in so many ways. I can't even say in this short comment. Thank you. Love crafting with you. What ratio do you use for handmade ephemera to real ephemera? Oh, good question. Um, well, I think um, it's probably related to how much of what you have on hand. Um, there's absolutely no um, rule and how much old ephemera you, you should use. That's just a, a, a style that I particularly like. I love to collect old things and it also makes it uh, much easier. You don't really have to worry so much about copyright um, and I, I don't really copy my old ephemera that much. Maybe a little bit here and there if I'm absolutely sure there's no copyright on it but I know that the older the better and there are no copyright issues. Um, if it's really old, you have to double check on everything. It's a real pain, but it can be done, but you're safer if stuff is really old. Um, now, um, what do I do in general now? Cause I have a, you know, a good, uh, collection of real authentic old ephemera, as well as I have a nice big box full of handmade ephemera. As I make the videos, I, I put the items in this box. And then when I sit down to do a journal, I'll draw from the box and, and put them together that way. And, and what I'm sort of leaning towards is to keep the old, uh, especially the antique ephemera intact, as long as it is still intact. If it's not intact, then I'll use the pieces in a collage, which I love to do. Um, or sometimes the piece is just too big to use in the journal. It's better to be broken up. Um, but uh, I like to keep them intact if I can, and I'll maybe use a handmade element 
like a pocket or a tuck or a belly band, something like that. And then I will tuck a piece of real, old, authentic ephemera into that pocket or tuck or belly band or envelope, something like that. And um, just in case somebody else wants, often, often old ephemera is interesting on both sides. Sometimes you'll get an old postcard that's handwritten on the back, but it has a beautiful image on the front. So maybe you don't want to glue it down. So this would be something that would be a removable. Uh, something that somebody could pull out and look at on both sides. And uh, I would say it just depends on your supply and um, how you want to do it. There's really no hard and fast rules. Just have fun. I mean, um, it is so much fun to make your own handmade embellishments. And it is so much fun to collect old ephemera. Um, They're both, you know, bring on the fun. Let's have more fun. Um, And you certainly don't need ephemera to make junk journals at all. You can totally make... um, I mean, old ephemera, you can totally make your stuff from brand new things, scrapbook paper, uh, printer paper, and just decorate with rubber stamps and trims, maybe. Uh, maybe you want to use some lace, or or you're going to use your own art designs, things like that. Maybe you want to do that, or dried flowers. I mean, there's just so many things that you can do. Um, yeah. Uh, I generally don't copy old pictures because there's a lot of copyright issues around old pictures and I'm never sure, you know, when I get an old picture, like how old it is. So I will use the authentic pictures in my junk journals just for that purpose. But if you're not copying them, um, you should be fine. So there you go. What are you doing, Sunbun? Did you find something that you're, what are you, I cleaned under there. No, there's nothing back there. See, I just looked. I pulled it that out and there's nothing there. Yes. And he's like, oh yeah, oh yes, there is, mom. There is a, a cookie crumb that you dropped the other day. Don't tell me otherwise. My nose knows. He knows, he knows. He's always way ahead of me. <laughs> um, okay. Um, uh, Cindy says, uh, uh, Cindy says, in the stencils w- with no stencils, easy fun trick for junk journals or cards. Um, you gave us everything except the tree stencil, unless I missed it. Can you please tell me where to find it? Yes, um, it's, I have a link to it in my Amazon shop. If you go into the uh, tools and supplies uh, section and just scroll down, keep scrolling. It takes sometimes a second to load at the bottom. It puts like more items at the bottom as you're scrolling. Uh, But it's, I would say in the bottom third of that entire section, there's the negative and the positive tree stencil. You can, you can get either one, Uh, but it's, it's an awesome stencil. It's probably my favorite stencil. Um, It's a little pricey. It's not cheap, but I use it so much. To me, it's worth it because I needed a darn good tree stencil to move forward in my junk journal world. So there you go. Um, okay, Sheila Wendell says, is there a video uh, you show how to make small inserts you put in the fan pockets? Oh, yeah, she's referring to the um, Using Up Book Pages episode 44, Easy Fan Pocket of Pockets. Uh, it's probably little tiny things that I made. I'm trying to look at the video thumbnail. Um, yeah, I would recommend going into my main YouTube channel page, the homepage, and then there's a little magnifying glass you're going to see about uh, um, a third of the way down a little bit on the right that's your search field and I would type in the words mini or tiny or teeny tiny and you're probably going to find some examples of, of different things that you can make like that I think I have I think I have quite a few actually I love to make little things it is so darn cute um and uh 
I think you're going to have a plethora to pick from. Uh, Pam Schmidt says, says, have you ever dyed paper with crepe paper? Um, I have not, but I've heard of this, that the, um, you know, that streamer paper that has a lot of um, color in it um, or crepe paper that has a lot of color will release that color when you put it, when you wet it and you can then dip your printer paper or whatever kind of paper you want to use in that. And I've heard it's, I've heard people have had really good success with that. So I'll have to try that sometime. Uh, let me put that on my list as I'm sitting here um, right, writing my list of things. Okay, crepe paper coloring. I have never tried that. And I do think I do not have a piece of crepe paper. And all the paper I have, I don't have any streamers or heavily, heavily colored crepe paper. So there, I will be looking for some. Um, Jennifer, oh, she said, Jennifer S. Walker asks um, on the Scrappy Contest video... The World's Fair tickets are so cool. Where did you find them? Ah, ha, ha. I'd have to give away my secrets, Jennifer. But basically, I honestly don't remember. Um, I love to collect old things. And t- old tickets are one of my... They're like nah, jelly beans. Um, they're so cool. And um, I'll tell you my general places where I do look. I always start with self, then family, and friends. And then I move on to garage sales, yard sales, flea markets estate sales, um, antique shops, consignment shops, eBay, auctions, um, and then setting up a network of people who are, who they know what you're looking for. You can also go on Craigslist or Facebook marketplace to find items like this. And, um, once you start establishing some relationships with these people who they, they search for this stuff as a living. That's what they do. They're, they're paper traders, basically. And um, then once they know you and they know what you like and what you're looking for, they'll give you a heads up when they come across a hoard of it. And that's a good way to get started in that. Now, you may have to buy things in larger quantity in that way and in order to make things, um, you know, so they're not astronomically priced for you guys or for me I have to buy in very large quantities so sometimes that takes a bit of cash down initially but there are lots of folks who sell things in smaller quantity out there too Etsy is also another good place to look for old things um yeah I hope that helps um you can have a lot of fun you could be lost for days down that rabbit hole (laughs) it's a great rabbit hole um let's see uh Mary Williams asks on the Got Envelopes video, ephemera storage solution using an envelope. She asked, I love to die cut and have a tub full of that kind of thing. Would you like to see, would like to see if you can use it or pass it on? I am happy. Oh, she wants to mail me some. Oh, absolutely. Um, Why don't you um, email me at pam at the paperoutpost.com. That's my email address. And uh, I'll connect with you on that, Mary Williams. Thank you very much for that offer. That's very nice. I don't have a, uh, I don't have a die cut. Well, no, I have my Sizzix Big Shot, um, old, not electric, and I have a whole pile of the die dies. Yes, I have to remember the die is actually the little metal thing that cuts the shapes. The die cut is the thing, the little piece of paper that came out of that. The die, I have a bunch of those. And I got stuck in frustration because it just, there were little pieces stuck here and there. I had to get in there with a little brush, pull this, pull that, get the right number of flat plates going and everything. And I just completely stopped doing it. And so I don't have a lot of those. The way I get my punched out 
things or my die cuts is paper punches in shapes or um, like hold hand punches, you know, uh, brute force. And um, occasionally somebody will send me some in a, in a happy mail or something like that. And I do love them. I think they're so pretty and you can, they're, they're gorgeous in your junk journals. Absolutely gorgeous. And you can, you know, make die cuts from so many unique papers, scrapbook papers. Um, you can use um, different book pages and everything. Get so many different looks. It's really fun. Um, you know, the fun just never ends. <laughs> um, Beryl Salsman asks, how many pages do you have per signature um, before they become halves like open? Okay, so my rule of thumb is I, I do an average range of, um, if I'm doing a bigger journal, um, let's say one, one and a half inch spine, I might put four signatures in there and each signature would have 10 to 12 full pages in it that I have folded in half. Okay. So then what you do is, um, you multiply by four. Yeah. So your one page will become your one regular printer size paper, eight and a half by 11. When you fold it in half, will become four pages front and back in a junk journal. So that's, that's how I count it. So if I have four junk, no, no, I'm going to do the math wrong. I want to say if I did my math right, if I had 12 pages, 12 full pages, I fold them in half. Now I have 48 pages in one junk journal. And if I have four signatures, I think I have 192 pages if my math is right. So that's, that's how I do it. Um, there's probably other ways to do it too. Um, uh, Janelle Rocks, uh, Jandelle Rocks says, um, I noticed you tend to decorate the right side of the journal mostly. Is there a reason you don't do the left side as much? Um, love all your work. Just curious. Um, no, I honestly, uh, didn't, I, yeah, I probably do that. I can, I can feel that now that you bring it up. Um, there's no, there's absolutely no reason for it. Um, maybe I'm thinking that, I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm was thinking I was thinking that if you have one page of the journal decorated might inspire you to write on the other side but you could totally decorate on the left and then allow writing space on the right side right page or you could decorate both pages or you could decorate no pages I mean there is truly no hard and fast way to do this um maybe it's the right side of my brain is pulling me to the right page. I don't know, <laughs> but uh, it's all good. There's no rhyme or reason. Um, maybe because it shows up better in the camera. Maybe the book lays flatter when I'm decorating in front of you that I can show you things on the right because my book will lay flat and it's easy. I think that's probably it. Um, it's more of a camera thing. Um, Patricia May Anthony says... Aluminum foil is much weaker than the metal in the punches and scissors, so it can't possibly sharpen. What aluminum foil can help with is cleaning the gunk and tiny burrs from metal edges, but it does not sharpen. There are videos on how to properly clean punches when it seems like a punch is dull. Frequently, people dump punches because they think the metal edge is dull instead of consulting consulting a sharpening service. Ah, consult a sharpening service. Oh, um, yes, I, I tend to agree with you. I have not had luck with the um, uh, aluminum foil cutting. Um, and I, I, I have been told by a, a knife sharpener, professional knife sharpener, that the aluminum foil is also not strong enough to sharpen. But Patricia's 
um, understanding that it probably removes gunk and debris, which makes it feel like it's sharper. I'm, I'm with you on that, Patricia. I'm totally bought and sold. I agree. Um, I have also tried wax paper, and that sometimes helps um, make the two pieces of metal that come together more comfortable to slide together back and forth, and sometimes that helps a little bit too. Um, what uh, Jean Bean asks, what brand of punches do you like the best? Um, I would say EK. EK is a good brand. I've, I've got a ton of those. I'm very happy with them. There's a lot of others that are really hard to punch. Here, here what's this one called? The Paper Studio. Really hard to punch. I'm just looking over here. Uh, have some Fiskars. Big ones are like to, to cut thick things. They're really hard to punch, but maybe it's because they're for thick things. And this Punch Punch Bunch. Beautiful leaf designs. Oh my God, they're so hard to punch. Um... So yeah, if I had to go out and buy some, I would buy, let me make sure I'm giving you the right name, EK, like the letter E, the letter K. Yeah, EK paper punches. There's a bajillion of them out there. Oh, they have so many designs. I'm not sponsored. I just, I just like their punches. Um, There you go. So I hope that helps. And um, don't forget, we have a 25% off the merchandise shop, the Paper Outpost merchandise shop, where you can get a t-shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or a tote or a water bottle, a zipped hoodie with Create with Reckless Abandon on it, or everything is a craft supply until proven otherwise. Go for it. Have fun. Um, Happy shopping. And most of all, happy crafting. And um, remember, fun can be simple. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.